0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. Today is episode 309, From Overwhelmed to Becoming Your True Self, with Sephora Hamid. Now, um, this episode is incredible because uh, um, I'm interviewing someone that I should have interviewed a long time ago. Sephora has been, uh, she's an incredible friend and uh, has been uh, working with us at Gtex, uh, for a number of years, uh, taking care of our clients and giving them incredible results. Uh, Sephora started as part uh, with Gtex as part of the sale, our sales team. Then started working with our clients in terms of coaching support. She managed and organized. Uh, events uh, she uh, hosted events that you are running, and uh, she is uh, a, an overall incredible human being. And Gtex will not be Gtex uh, without uh, uh, the work that Sephora did in the past uh, in the past years in the past few years. And uh, we decided to do this interview, in particular, sharing her journey uh, on uh, and. Exploring the concept of going from overwhelm to becoming your true self. Because a lot of people, they struggle, um, in particular when they're starting a business, in finding their identity. A lot of time, their identity is linked to something that they've done in the past or something different. So when they have to create a new new identity for themselves, in this case, in in the world of business, then there is confusion, there is overwhelm. Um, And that's why it's very easy to lose yourself before you find yourself again and that's what Sephora went through Uh, that's what we are exploring today and uh, for those of you that don't know her um, she's a business and financial freedom coach she's an international speaker and a catalyst and their motto is uh, make life happen and uh, if no one has traveled that journey before you why don't you and she uses her experience from the third sector of facilitation uh, to work with people in the professional development field and serves to fill the gap in their business so they can have the success they are seeking. She's an international speaker and a business and life coach. She's the founder of Make Success Happen, where she works with professional entrepreneurs and to be the self-led and create laser-focused results in their business. Uh, she has presented over 9,000 young people just in 2015 alone, delivering programs across the UK in diverse communities and in the public and private sector. And also she worked on projects which have been international, such as running and coordinating a program in Indonesia where she spoke in front of more than 4,000 young women. Uh, she shared the stage with people with uh, like Harry Cole, Jarek Robbins, Tim Hahn, Uh, Binder Dosane, uh, Julian Ponen, Alex Reed, Master Wong. And uh, she believes in personal development and is always uh, uh, ready to invest in themselves to be able to offer the best results for her clients. And in this episode, as I mentioned, we told about the turning points the Sephora she had in her life and how you can have your turning points, uh, how she gained clarity on what she wanted to do, from overwhelm and finding herself and the system that she uses to get her clients incredible results. Um, Make sure you connect with Sephora. Uh, Her link, the Facebook links and the other links where you can connect with her are in the show notes. So reach out to her, uh, tell her what impact as well this episode made in your life and your business. Now, before we get started, uh, let me remind you about our curated database of more than 500 media publications that are looking for experts like yourself, more than 100 podcasts that are looking for guests, my templates on how to connect with journalists, my follow-up framework to maximize every single speaking opportunity that you have, and this is all for $29.99 for a limited period of time. So you will have the ultimate publicity bundle so you can get known in your field, you can reach out to new audiences, build your network, build your profile, and ultimately become more valuable in people's life and become someone that people want to listen to and not just adding to the noise, but becoming a light in your field. So you can get all that for $29.99 dollars That's just for a limited period of time. Make sure you get it. The link is in the show notes or you can visit gtex.events forward slash publicity iPhone bundle. So it's gtex.events forward slash publicity iPhone bundle or you can get it in the show notes. One more thing. If you haven't joined our Facebook group where you can listen to the previews of the interview that we do, and be part of the conversations with our guest, then join our Facebook group, Explode Your Expert Biz Show. So it's Explode Your Expert Biz, no, sorry, Explode Your Expert Biz Community, (laughs) which is the group of the Explode Your Expert Biz Show. That's the same. We are always exploding here. (laughs) You can find it on Facebook and uh, join the conversation. And if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. That's it from me. Enjoy episode 309, From Overwhelmed to Becoming Your True Self, with Sephora Hamid. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Explode Your Expert Business Show. And today, I'm here with the one and only Sephora Hamed. How are you doing, Sephora?
1: Hi, I'm doing really well, really well, thank you. Ah, that's
0: brilliant. Uh, it, was a long, uh, it was long due to have you here. We definitely... <laughs> Needed to have an interview with you, um, not only for uh, the, the work that you have done with Gtex uh, for the past few years, but uh, also because, uh, in particular, because of the results that uh, all the clients that have been working uh, or Gtex clients that have been working with you, they just had the raving reviews and incredible results. So it's time to to get you in. And uh, what I would love this interview to be on um, is uh, really talking uh, and exploring more like about your journey here. And, and as well, looking at uh, what are some of the missing pieces uh, that uh, experts, coaches, speakers and trainers, they can put in place to build a sustainable and a profitable business. So let's start with you. Like, What led you to this industry doing business mentoring and, and what you do now?
1: Um, yeah, it's been a, like I think most people that come into coaching consulting world, they don't necessarily plan to be there, but that's where they end up falling into and that's very much what's happened with me. Um, if we go right backwards and we start off with what I did uh, at school, I did a law degree, I thought I'd be a barrister, I thought I'd be really cool. Instead, I became a barrister, um, leaving university. Yeah not the plan that i had so barista, to barista barista absolutely <laughs> well <laughs>
0: i mean the, the sound effort. is quite similar though no? <laughs> yeah, quite the same small <laughs> but
1: that's okay. what happened i came out and the recession i had here and the the opportunities just weren't there a because of the color of my skin because i was a woman because i hit all those boxes that just didn't suit the positions that would have got me to that next stop. But what was interesting, I took advantage of being a a barista and I spent about a year in Fleet Street. I intentionally asked my regional manager to change my location of where I was working. So I was in Fleet Street, knowing that I would be able to connect with people and actually find those opportunities to go and get me that year of training that I really needed. And that really worked really well. I spent about eight months there and within eight months, I'd already not only built relationships with my clients, AKA basically bankers and lawyers that come through those doors every single day. I had not only also been promoted within the store as well, and I was doing an assistant manager role, which I didn't even want. I was like, no, this is my way out. I'm not doing, I'm not here to build a career within this company. But what was interesting was within those few months, I had had three potential clients. That actually wanted now me to work with them. Mm-hmm. And one actually offered me that opportunity to go and invited me into their office. They said, come and come and look at what we're doing. Maybe you would be interested in interning for us. And that's the thing. I that's always been my story. Mm-hmm. Irrespective of me going fast forward and deciding I didn't want to, I didn't want that life. I did not want to work 80 hours a week and be depressed and stressed out. But I've always gone and found a way of finding an opportunity. Yeah. Because as soon as you're open towards that, they appear. Some of those opportunities were the kind of opportunities that I didn't want, but that's fleet street for you, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to play at that. As a woman, you have an advantage there to play at that to your advantage rather than it going against you. So yeah, and then fast-forwarding from leaving. The, um, the cafe that I was working for because I basically didn't want to be promoted. I, I had a meeting with a regional manager and he was like, we want to make you regional manager. And I was like, I'm about to resign in two weeks. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it
0: well, was I really about, awkward. I have <laughs> other plans. So. Yeah,
1: plan? like I'm out. i am been saving my money. I'm gone. And he was yeah. so confused by that. Um, and I was like, yeah, look, I'll, I'll give you a month. <laughs> I became kinder with my notice. I kind of felt bad for the company. Uh, But what was really interesting was that that led me to, well, what else is there? If I don't want to be a lawyer anymore, what do I want to become? And that very much landed me into the charity sector, working with young people, working with women, working with also just, you know, that typical 16 to 24 year old who either has no clue what they want, is absolutely clear what they want, or is like, I want this, no, I want that, no, I want this. All of that doesn't that remind you of entrepreneurs same, how we change same. Our fact, i
0: was like you know what uh, I, I think it happened to people at 20 at 30 at 40 at 50
1: <laughs> <a 60. laughs> it happens every single day doesn't it like we change our mind we're like oh i have another idea for a business doesn't that happen on a regular basis It's like it's Within, a, within an hour of just sitting here, we'd quite easily create five different business ideas. What are great ideas? perhaps not things that you should do, but there are ideas that can be worked on. And what I realized in that space was when I was working in those environments where I was facilitating, facilitating those conversations, there was this one key element that kept coming up. Mm. And that was, well, I want more too. I don't just want to create it for other people around me. I actually want it for myself. And so I came to a point again, in a management role within the charity sector to a point where I was like, mm, I'm gonna end up in the desk job if I don't get out. And at that point, that's when I actually went and created my own international program with a group of women. And we went over to Indonesia and ran our own summer camp. And I learned so much about business through that experience. I realized that I could create a plan Put it into action, get lots of people to buy into it and have an amazing time doing that. Mm-hmm. And of course, from that, I now have the buzz of what other opportunities are there. I will also ask you a himself- question.
0: I will also ask yeah, you a question for actually before, uh, before you move on on that yeah. trip. What's the best memory that you have about that summer company in
1: Indonesia? Oh, um, the company, like, you cannot make the stories up or the, the time that you have with people is so so precious. I remember being in a room where, we, where there was a particular session being facilitated and I remember there were two very strong very different views and neither of these people wanted to come down and like even hear each other out. They just weren't willing for it and I knew this at the beginning of the program that's why we had picked them. We knew they would hate each other in a room and we wanted to have a con get them to actually communicate with each other and i remember towards the end i think it was probably two-thirds in there was this one particular workshop where all of a sudden they started listening to each other and yes they left with different views but they left with an understanding of each other and a willingness to continue that conversation Hmm. and if if that's all you can do. As a person, is to start a conversation and allow them to continue that. I think there's so much power in that, because it allows people to be reachable towards one another. For me, that like still today is such a highlight. And yeah, like the the impact of that particular um, project was that actually they went around the whole independent project the year after, because yeah. the last two days we spent on training them so that they'd have the skill sets to do it for themselves, uh-huh. and That's the key power. I don't believe as an entrepreneur or even as a coach or consultant that it's my job to make you codependent on me. If any coach says you have to learn from me and then you have to go and find another coach, go and have a conversation with them, a real conversation with them, because they've been told a lie and now they're saying that to you too. Mm -hmm. Because you cannot be codependent on an industry. That's Absolutely. so cruel, right? Like, it means you never have your own voice. You are always the robot of the previous coach that you had. I'm sure you've experienced that yourself, Smyrna, as well. The I,
0: I totally agree with you. I think, even like the best clients, that, and the, the clients that also get the most results are not people that are looking for the guru or that are looking for the person who is going to save them, but they are people that are looking for guidance and then applying their own intuition, their own knowledge, and skills to the guidance. And I think that, as coaches and mentors, is also our responsibility to empower our clients to find uh, their own feet. And it's almost like, okay, we'll give you the initial push. We will be there with you. We'll be there for you. But then there is a point where now I'm going to run. And of course, then at that point, there is another thing that you need to work on. And it might be another person, but as long as you don't create, as you mentioned, this codependency, where it's like, I need someone else to get going. The end of the day, you need someone else to guide you, not to save you. And that becomes a big difference.
1: Absolutely. And the thing that you said there specifically was, do you help someone to find their intuition, their feet, Mm -hmm. their own voice, their own intuition. And once you know what's right for you and your business, Mm -hmm. things start happening. And you realize this um, need to have someone else come externally and fix your business becomes no longer a thing. You realize actually you had most of the answers Mm -hmm. you're like the best equipped person to make those decisions for your business going forward anyways so why wouldn't you trust yourself to make that and it's a coach and a consultant's role to support that process to support you developing that trust in yourself in that intuition ultimately
0: so let's look at, uh, now I know that from there we are uh, jumping forward like in, 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 in one minute, uh, a bit more like to what are you focusing on now and what are you working on now?
1: Awesome. So right now, um, moving forward, obviously I spent a number of years within the charity sector and then came to a point where I'm sure most people have, it's but that point where you realize, oh, I'm helping other people, but I'm not helping myself. Mm-hmm and like we've all been there on some level where you're like huh that doesn't quite work I can't tell a young person to go live out their dream if I'm not living out my dream Mm -hmm. there's a real integrity issue there and that led me to exploring what does entrepreneurship actually look like what part of it do I want and I realized very quickly goods were not my thing I like talking to people. You can't talk to a product. It's a bit (laughs) dull.
0: I mean, you can. But but don't (laughs) (laughs)
1: expect. And I realized that actually I also wanted to have that face to face interaction with people. I flourish when I'm able to you yeah, know banter off Simone like we are right now mm-hmm. being able to have that environment where you're actually building yourself up as well as someone else on the way there's there's like a sweet spot where you get to do that as a coach you 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 learn about your client as you're actually like serving them mm-hmm. and vice versa and I think there's a really lovely dynamic that comes to you actually and so moving on to what I'm doing now I specifically work with women and and I've decided to do that. And I've really put off doing that for a long time. And I know who knows that. Like, I've really put that off. But I keep end up working with women. kept coming with, with
0: back. It kept coming next, back. I'm like, at some point, you got to stop ignoring that. <laughs> <give into it.
1: laughs> I know. And, and there was a part of me that didn't want to give into it. Because ultimately, there's, there's, whole, there's this need of wanting to do more. And you're like, but if I niche you, that means I, I can't do sure. as much. And that's not true. As soon as i help a woman in her business she's now able to go and hire men in her job you know like actually jobs that are created from that there's other opportunities it doesn't mean i won't work with men ever again or anything like that Mm -hmm. but specifically at the moment i'm focusing on working with women getting them to actually find who they are themselves because the biggest problem that i find someone that has gone and got the qualifications to become a coach or consultant whichever Whichever your niche is, the true problem is once you've got the skill set, there's a lack. Mm -hmm. And the lack isn't your business. You believe it's yours. And that becomes a real problem because that's the thing that stops you from actually building the business. And that's where I work with the woman. So the woman will come to me and say, oh, I have this business problem. And I'm like, okay, tell me about it. And then once she's done telling me about her business problem, I then ask her the the real questions of, so why is that affecting you? How is that affecting you in other areas? Does this just show up in your business or does this also show up in your health and fitness and your family and everything else? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We play out the same character in all of those things, just in different ways. And we don't realize we're doing it. Yep. Yeah. And right. And this is the same thing for men. And that was the reason why I was swaying because I was like, no, I want to do it for both because both both sides of the coin, both. Yeah, have the and, that, thing, and But they right? come out in
0: different ways. Yes. They come out in very different ways. I mean, uh, a lot of times men will never admit that. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. number one. <laughs> Unless they are forced to, or their head is uh, often like really against the wall, or there is like uh, something really major that happens. I uh, found like, because uh, um, uh, working with men and women, I found that women are way op- more open to change um, uh, and the transformation or having those conversations about looking at themselves. While well, man, they really need to have a serious breakdown before they do that. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you said that and not me.
0: I, I'm, I'm one of them. I'm, a, I'm in the category. I, before I look at myself most of the time, I need to receive punches in the face from multiple directions. I still remember the conversation that we had in the car after I think coming back from Cheltenham. <laughs> and uh, uh, like that was a really eye-opening for me. where It was a moment where I really had to look at myself. But I was ready to listen. Yeah. Uh, there were a lot of other moments where I was like, people would have told this stuff and, or I couldn't just see them.
1: Uh, and so. that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, it, you have to be ready. You have to be ready to tap into yourself and see the the answers that are already there and be willing and have the maturity as well, right? Mm -hmm. Just because you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't mean that you've been given all the communication skills and all the um, how to be emotionally intelligent. You're not necessarily given that when you went to go and get that qualification in coaching or in business or whatever. That stuff is developed throughout our lives and we all will have to come back to certain things again and and again and again doesn't mean that um it somehow is worse that you have to keep coming back to it i just think it's about adding more layers to okay how do i resolve this and how do i actually really move forward Um, i don't think we ever really go back in life it's it's this perception that we go back in life we never really do we've always learned something on the way sometimes you have to learn those lessons a little harder than otherwise uh, like, you know, like... it's
0: coming is the lesson coming yeah. in different ways is the same lesson but it shows up in a different way and i think we are some some lessons are always there uh but we become better at handling them uh i found that there are things that are showing up consistently in my life but compared to like before something would just like take me off the back foot and i will need maybe like a week off to deal with that uh, or it would take me a year to deal with that. Uh, now the same thing that I'm better, it takes me. I like, can take me five minutes, or Split it can take me an hour, and I can just like go back and know how to deal with it, and so on. Yeah. So I know that you have uh, that you, you work on three stages. Like the, there are three things that you mainly work on, and one as you mentioned is the clarity of finding yeah. like who you are. What are the other two stages?
1: Yeah, so with clarity, it's about not just finding who you are, but who you want to become in the future in your business. Um, It's so easy to get lost in the idea of what you're creating and not remembering that you have to build the idea of who you are becoming while you're creating that business as well, or whatever it is that you're working on. And then the next one is clarity of vision. So we've got who you are and then clarity of vision. What do you want to create? And is that in tune and in line with who you want to become? Because you may want to have that, you know, that particular lifestyle that's sold to you online, especially on internet, about how you can have the sunsets, the the smiles, everything's amazing. And we're just on our lovely laptops. That's great, but most people realize sunset. Yes.
0: Uh, no, I got the sun Actually no You're today I'm working That's on this
1: That's the one That's definitely working The, the island lifestyle Just <laughs> sit on your laptop 10 hours a day But you can be sitting On an island Woohoo And you quite quickly May realize that Actually that Isn't what you want Maybe all you want Is to know that You've got enough Money coming in